Hello, welcome back to episode three. I oh, know you're not welcoming me back because you've not been here before. Welcome to episode three of Sparrow Talk. Oh yeah. Uh, well done. Uh, this episode is called "Is Your Journey Really Necessary?" Which I think, as we established in episode one, is our naming convention. So the episode of "Good Night, Sweetheart" is the name we give each episode of the podcast. Um, in in non goodnight sweetheart news, my cold is slightly better now. Two weeks in, uh, pretty much just a bit of bit of the sniffles now, which is good. A bit of a sore throat. Um, That's why they're really tuning in. And I've replaced my water bottle. <laughs> uh, this one doesn't leak, but it does hiss. So uh, listen out for that. And it also resembles. It doesn't resemble anything. <laughs> it, was it goes with the phallic microphone. Yeah, but uh, it's, we've got Freud to have a field day in here. Between the grounds and marks, we're too With filtered water. Yeah. We, we are all we 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 all have uh, filtered water bottles. I have a new one too. Yes. And they all make that sort of hissing sound when you um, after you've taken a sip. Here's, here's, that was key. Yeah. Here's mine. Oh, yeah. I reckon I can get a bigger. You've got quite a lot of water in your Oh no, you need to uh, sort of shock, doesn't it? Keith's going again. Oh, yeah. that is good. That's the, that's the gold standard now. Do you ever find with the little caps to spill water on yourself when you lift it? I've, I've got one of these. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of these, I uh, should say, listeners, is a clear cap for the bubble water bottle. And it's Not detached. Not the opaque one like Graham and I have. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got a handy. See, your, your your caps are tethered to the. Yeah. Um, sometimes water spills the in there, so I'll go for a swig and I'll. Um, <laughs> you can't One can only imagine what that'd look like. Well, I mean, the thing is, it has a secondary function as a one-finger holding device. So if I'm carrying something back from the kitchen, which mm. sometimes I do, mm. I've got I've got a hand tree. <laughs> I wonder if there's any who comes. Mm. I think it's, you need more air than water in the bottle, I think. Um, I was, uh, yeah, I've that's, recently filled that's mine the key up. To it. But anyway, um, back to Goodnight Sweetheart, I suppose. Yeah. 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 We'll have to get to it eventually. Yeah. Tom, tell us. Sorry, I'm, I'm Keith, by the way. Should have said that at the start. Uh, on my right is Tom. Hello. And on my left, opposite Tom, is Graham. Hello. Uh, so, Tom, can you. I've really fucked up that intro but I'm going to stick with it so Tom <laughs> tell us what happened in episode 3 so Gary's getting really into uh, 1940s history yeah um, and Lavon 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 <laughs> <laughs> <Levon> de Marche <laughs> Simon Lavon um, Yvonne um, doesn't like, like she's just lambasting him for his interest in history like she doesn't Given him a lot of grief. But didn't he spend a lot of money on it, or is this that, a Yeah, success? I think he did. So he got okay. he got two quite weighty tomes from the looks of it about, yeah. which basically detail where every strike during when the, you know the time and place of every bombing yeah. during the Blitz. Um, I believe these were real books as well. That's right. Yeah, the, mm. the writers are very keen to point it out that yeah. they bought the real books and used those. I think they commented on how it's quite a morbid volume to put together in re- upon reading uh, through this 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 reference he come he realizes that there's gonna be a strike um, on this day 
it back in 1940, I believe. Yeah, because he, he'd given up going back, hadn't he, at this mm. point? Yeah. Because he got a uh, thick ear out of it last time. Oh. Black eye. Well, Donald. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Didn't say long, did it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but because of this, this was the, the pressing need mm. for him to go back. The bomb. The bomb. So he's like, um, it, it's got to uh, basically dis- de- destroy the East End. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's where Phoebe lives. Yeah. I'm going to go back and and warn her. Mm. Um, just quite interesting. Did I, I might have spoken about this in the previous podcast, how time moves at the same speed in 1940 as it does in, in, 19, in 93, which is quite curious. I, I think. don't think you have mentioned that. No, okay. I never mm. considered it. Well, this is something that is inter- I find interesting. This, sorry, a bit of a tangent, but... Fine, we need it. That's pretty much what this podcast is. Um, So, Goodnight Sweetheart, I think, has got some comparisons to a book called um, 112363, I believe. 112263, that's That's it, yeah. Very good. Uh, Which is a book by Stephen King, which came out in 2011. Uh, Very good book. Yeah. Actually, last year it got made into an eight-episode miniseries. Starring James Franco. Ah, the Franco. Who's uh, terrible, I think. Mm. I mean, well, generally, or specifically. Yeah, there's no, he's a terrible actor. Pretty much the American Nicholas Lindhurst. <laughs> and this sounds like the American Goodnight Sweetheart. Are you saying that King may have borrowed well, what you know Indian what? stole? When I read, when I read um, 11 22 63, I was like, it, the first, like, this is a bit like Goodnight Sweetheart. Because basically, um, I spat a guy called Jake. Um, and is, he's friends with the owner of this local diner. Okay. Uh, this guy called Al. And Al finds a portal in the storeroom of his diner, which, if you go through it, will take you to 1958. Interesting. So straight away you've got comparisons of Goodnight yeah. Sweetheart. There's yeah. no vessel involved. You're just no. passing through a... Uh, it's pretty much he just steps down and then he's there. Okay. Um... So Al initially used this to go back in time and buy um, cheap meat to make his hamburgers so he can keep the prices of his hamburgers in 2011 competitive. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but then he um, sort of changes... Dreams a bit bigger? Yeah, changes tact a bit <laughs> and thinks, hmm, maybe I could use this to prevent the assassination of President uh, Kennedy. Yeah. Um, so he, he enlists Jake to this cause because basically whenever you go in this... In uh, the way... King presents it. Um, I think this is a quote. Certainly, I remember this from the TV show. I don't know if this is in the film. Sorry, in the book. But um, if you fuck with the past, the past fucks you back. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a tagline, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a poet. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Um, so, Al, through going back in time and trying to change the course of history, has contracted quite a nasty form of cancer. And so he's he's at death's door. Right. So his he's because um, he's already been back and tried to um, prevent this the assassination and yeah. he's gotten in a lot of trouble for it. Um, you know, it's been detrimental to his health. So he's dying, and he wants uh, Jake, who's a younger, a bit more able-bodied, to go back and do the job because um, basically Al's gathered a lot of. Reference a lot. He's done a lot of research. He knows exactly where um, Lee Harvey Oswald's going to be okay. at a certain time. Yeah. So, using using the this 
there's a research um, Jake's going to go back and get uh, sorry that's probably more detail than I need to go well, into it sounds a lot more interesting than good night's sweetheart <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, <laughs> filling the minutes <laughs> slowly considering changing the course <laughs> yeah. but what's interesting about uh, 11.22.63 is that when you go when you go back through the portal you'll always go to the exact same point in 1958 mm-hmm. which I believe is like 11am on a certain day um and no matter how long you spend in yep. that timeline, so you could stay there until 1960, 1961, 1962. Yeah. If you come back through the portal, yeah. it'll only ever been two minutes since your last, since you went through it. Right. Okay. So you you can so this is it, Al. Because when he comment, uh, Jake says when he sees Al, and Al looks like considerably older than when he last saw him. But I only saw you last night, and it's like, well, yeah, it's only ever two minutes. Uh, I see. Yeah. I suspect they just didn't really give it any thought on Goodnight Sweetheart. No, no, the mechanics of time travel aren't really... Um... The forte. Yeah. Some titles, they love them, but yeah, yeah that sort of thing. Well, it... To explain where you've been, I guess, it's a richer theme of comedy. Though. It really is. In two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting, the way they do that. And I can't think of any other time travelling narratives which is do a similar thing where it runs simultaneously Sim- like yeah Doctor Who tends to well it's all over the place isn't it yeah wibbly yeah. wobbly timey wimey absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think of any other time travel shows no there's a new one starring a woman who is in suits and she was in Lost I think not Lost mm. Mad Men yeah time oh which one time something or other I don't know they, they, a bad man's going back in time to make bad things happen like support Hitler basically and do other things like that and she's a historian and she's picked by the American government I assume I don't watch it really mm. I only caught 20 minutes because I, I saw Sean McGuire was in it playing Ian Fleming which was Sean McGuire did he spin EastEnders he did yeah, did he have um, a Ill... what not Barry I like Sean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry. it is shortly popular didn't it did and yeah. he did some more respectable acting work I think but I haven't seen it who's Sean Maguire what's he look like he was a man Irish was he a man Irish a man. Yeah. <laughs> he was the man version of an Irish uh, person yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know Interesting. I, I don't know what I mean hair he's got hair yeah much like Ian Fleming yeah um, I'm confusing him with the kid in 2.4 children oh yeah of course yeah he was in Hollyoaks wasn't he I think wasn't he? Yeah. No, he was uh, Tony's brother. Yeah. In real life, Tony from Hollyoaks. I thought, brother. yeah, 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 yeah. But he also played Tony's brother in Hollyoaks. Did he? Dom. It's good casting. No, hang on. is that right? Type casting, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, I can't remember anything more about it. I think it's called Timeless. I, I don't know. I wasn't really worth looking into. Mm. I'd wager if we did a podcast about any of those time travel shows, we'd get more listeners. Than well, more listeners. Than yeah. Good night, sweetheart. But I, I feel like listeners might appreciate the effort we're putting into trying to make material out of. <laughs> well, I hope so. A lackluster show. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying. Um, so what, what else have you got? Also, there's a bit where Al, um, when Jake first goes back, Al tells him to like smarten himself up a bit and like cut his hair like Lindust and not wear a rucksack because you know only like Boy Scouts wore rucksacks back in the back in 1958 and it's yeah it's sort of similar to when um, Rodney buys that um, suit off 
Gary. Gary buys that suit off the lady. <laughs> and he says, do you think I'll... And she's like, oh, don't wear your Reeboks. Doesn't she make a few suggestive remarks? Uh, yeah, when because he's getting changed, she's like, do you need a hand in there? Sex is never far from the thoughts <laughs> yeah. of the writers, isn't that it? Was, no, no, I didn't do that. Um... So that sorry, that was a bit of an aside. No, I thought it. it was worth sure. mentioning because they are very similar, and I wonder if Stephen King subconsciously was it influenced. I but I mean, obviously not. Stephen <laughs> King's a bit like the monkeys with the typewriters, and he's just written everything. Mm. So he chose them out. He would write something which is a bit like Goodnight yeah. Sweetheart. It's inevitable. I don't think if he if he'd seen Goodnight Sweetheart, it would be something he would deliberately copy. Mm-mm. Goodnight Sweetheart. I'm not suggesting he did. Because obviously that's that's libel, I think. It's a lot yeah. more violent than Goodnight Sweetheart. So if you had <laughs> worth a read, big book, nine hundred pages. Yeah, I'm not going to read. Sounds great. Is it a talking book version? Actually, I'm not going to listen. I went on the website the other day, and you can enter the twenty. What year are we in? Seventeen version or the nineteen sixty-three one. Not that they had websites in nineteen sixty-three. It doesn't hold up to scrutiny. But you yeah. can enter uh, one of two. What website? The the 11th oh right oh for the, the TV it. show yeah so I've got uh, to google it yeah. I did the research yeah uh, well done and I went on the website I'd recommend it hmm. I do uh, and if you'd uh, like to find us on the web you can't no <laughs> there might be an email address I might set up an email address look in the notes if it's not in the notes I haven't done it um, that'll be in the future and I can't I can't Ooh, see now this travel. is getting yeah. yeah I'm trying to make it's this meta. as meta as possible just to keep it interesting for me so, so um, let's get back into the Gary realises that was a long tangent I'm yeah. sorry yeah yeah. so he's he's awfully worried for um, awfully concerned about Phoebe's welfare I mean he hasn't been to date even though she's living in wartime <laughs> <laughs> London yeah. and this is this is the realisation that oh god maybe I should help so he goes back in time to um, tell Phoebe and her dad to um Go up west, I believe. Mm. Get away from mm. the the uh, imminent threat, bottom-riddled streets of East London, yeah, and, yeah. and stay safe somewhere else. But it, it rouses suspicion. It really does, because there's a character called a uh, Manny who, oh, who would he have been? He's one of those the air raid, yeah, warden. That's right, yeah. Yeah, ARP is that? What yeah, I was thinking. I was trying to remember the acronym, but Manny um, is. Uh, Actually, an actor called Harry Landis, who I remember from EastEnders. Is he dead? What now? Or in EastEnders? You... Oh, I just remember him. Okay, from... all right. Yeah. Okay. Who was he in EastEnders? He was called Felix. I remember Felix. And he oh, got yeah. wrongly accused of being a paedophile. Oh, was he? Yeah, he wasn't. ARP, I thought you might want to know, are a American-based maker of bolts. Interesting. So, um, Manny, um, after bearing the brunt of some quite clumsy anti-Semitism earlier in the episode, (laughs) um, sort of is very suspicious of how Gary would know all this information Mm. and he wouldn't. So, fair point. Rightly so. Yeah. um, But Gary's not concerned with that. He, He whisks Phoebe away. To uh, Air, um, Holborn, actually, um, Holborn, to, tube station, Holborn yeah. tube station to take refuge in the tunnels, as was the fashion back then. Um, and I thought that scene was actually quite well done in the um, tube station. Yeah, they have a nice moment. They, they do. They have a nice communicate moment. Communicate over bunk beds. Yeah, I like that. They're Clear the writers have done their research at that point. Actually, I've got a comment. Has its moments. Gary and Phoebe in the station is quite nicely done. Yeah. 
Oh, you go. There we go. That's, I've got quite well done. Quite well done. Yeah. That's very generous. This is the highest paid. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, there's some really interesting things. Um, yeah. So they, they're the bunk set up. Yeah. And there's a, a guy there reserving bunks. He's, he's great. He's he was my favourite part of the episode. Very the good spiv. actor. The spiv. He reminded me of the guy who's had a stroke in The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are similar. They have similarities. Who's he? Which character? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't realise that was the implication. Well, there's he not. Said, he says it. That line is dated. Does he? Yeah. No, that's true. Why do you talk like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought he was just uh, theatrical. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, that's, a, that's a that's a good reference. Very similar. The um the com- in the commentary the writers say they accuse him of overdoing it. Which, the actor, uh, yes, yeah. yeah, they do, don't they? I thought, you know, it was quite funny. I quite yeah. enjoyed it. Well, we didn't see it again, did we? <laughs> can't, 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 can't accuse Lindhurst of overdoing it, can you? <laughs> Ever. Um, there's also the station mistress, quite a stern lady, who really has Gary's number because um, hmm. um, Phoebe's like, oh, he's over here from America, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, he's, he's doing his bit. And she's like, oh yeah, I think he's doing his bit, why isn't he fighting? And he's like, quite right, he is a coward. Well, <laughs> a, a songwriting coward, bigamist, and, and the rest. Because he doesn't have a ticket for the air raid shelter. Which oh, yeah, yeah. Thing. He, has a, he goes, oh, well here's my tube ticket. She's like, oh, it's like, no, I mean, they, they all sound like <laughs> Phoebe at this point, don't they? Yeah. Oh, you've got a, you don't have a ticket. <laughs> Oh, Dave. Oh, no. Uh, so he buys one from the Spiff. From the Spiff, thank you. Yeah, I didn't get my... Um, my chronology was all over the place. And, yeah, Phoebe and Gary... That's right, isn't it? Phoebe and Gary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they share quite a tender moment. I that's think right. they kiss each other. No, I didn't no. think they do. I think they get interrupted, they get interrupted by, by the, the pregnant woman. The pregnant yeah, there's a pregnant woman there. Was she asking for chocolate? No. All, he's got he's got a big bar of chocolate that he's mm. passing around. Yeah. All these kids come up. Yeah. And uh, he gives them chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to read too much into that. Yeah. So. <laughs> so was it also at this moment that Phoebe admits she doesn't love Donald? Yeah, and she's sort of... She's aware that he's probably off whoring. Oh, <laughs> whoring? <laughs> yeah. Frequenting... Was, was he a handsome man? I mean... You don't really see him. Will he get a lot of business? You know, he's, he's, a, he's blonde, I think. Are you talking about Donald? Or yeah. Donald, yeah. Get rid of my wife! Thump. Thump, yeah. Wasn't it for long? No. I bet he pops up again and I bet it's played by a different actor. Probably. I saw uh, EastEnders in it, like Martin's played by a different actor now as well. <laughs> Martin Fowler? Yeah. yeah. Can't keep up with it. And, um... No. Good no. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> skip, um, skip to the end. Yeah. Meanwhile, okay. back in 1993, nice. because we've addressed that time moves at the same speed yeah. as it does in 1940, Gary's basically been out all night. Yeah. And um, Yvonne is beside herself with worry. Yvonne is really worried, which yeah. is quite, you know, she does care about him. And she calls up Ron. No, Ron goes out looking for him. Um, can't find him. And then there happens to be a bomb scare. In central London, 1993 central London, which is where Gary said he was going. Because he actually yeah. said he's going to Holborn, he left his best circuit tester in Holborn or something. Yeah. He works for Good Rumble memory. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, back. 
Uh, and he goes 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 there. Uh, sorry, yeah, Ron goes to see Yvonne. They have this really torturous conversation about metaphysics. Do you remember this? Uh, it's just so badly sort written. Sort of. I've got. I quite enjoyed the metaphysics joke, but I don't remember it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Because I, 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 I've heard the writers say that they've written Ron as a character. You know, he's quite a verbose yeah, character. Yeah. Which I feel would work if the actor was a bit better. Wasn't always shouting. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought he's cast as an oaf. No, so he's meant to but be. But he's a very like erudite oaf. Yeah. He does. He, he knows about French expressionism, doesn't he? Yeah. Maybe verbal diarrhea is a better description. <laughs> Maybe so. Rather than verbose. But they get into this horrible conversation, which I just couldn't. There's like, um, quite a funny bit in the commentary when I think of one says, I can't believe what we're saying. One of the writers goes, Yeah, neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the joke. <laughs> um, talking of the commentary, some key quotes from me. Uh, the theme tune tells you something starting is a comment from one of them which is good to know uh, well, the show is beginning yeah yeah fair point yeah it's good to get that, it's good to get that behind the scenes knowledge sparkling inside <laughs> um, like any man having an affair the excuses you have to come up with to leave the house is astonishing Sp- spoken from experience yeah there seems to be quite a lot of that going yeah. on in the commentary I don't know if you've noticed I wouldn't want to delve too deeply into either of their private lives but, no um, uh, and a piece of paper called a script which is another one of those TV insights you just don't get watching it first time round this is like a media studies it really is a script and a theme tune yeah but um, um, something worth noting here is like this is the f- by making sure Phoebe isn't in the pub during the bombing this is mm. sort of the first time Gary's actively changing the course of history that we've seen that's interesting yeah albeit ever that. so slightly yeah but it'd be good to know like as, as with eleven twenty two sixty three, would there be any repercussions to this? I mean, there won't, obviously. But well, the, the dad, the dad did survive on their return. He did. So chances are Phoebe. Would she would have been all right. Maybe they very cleverly wrote it so that his actions would have made a difference either way. Mm. So she would have survived in both timelines, mm. yeah. or realities. I feel like you're giving them too much credit. I think I am. <laughs> Even as I said it, <laughs> I'm quite generous. But. Um. But back in 1940, sorry, skipping all over the place. Um, like the TV like series. Like the TV series. Yeah, time travel. Yeah. So. Um, so Gary returns Phoebe safely to the Royal Oak, having spent the night with her in Holborn Station. We don't see. Not like that. We don't. Well, not like that. We don't. Really? Well, I mean, no. we don't see it, but no. I don't think. I mean, that's not. Those bunks don't afford you much privacy, so I doubt they'd be. Well, what with all the kind of. Fuss of the labour going on. You maybe. could have easily. Could have, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's people looking the other way. Yeah, a perfect distraction. Um, on returning to the Royal Oak, uh, Manny is there with a couple of detectives mm. and uh, yeah. they arrest Gary because how could he have possibly known this strike was happening unless he's, of course, a German spy. Spy. He gets interrogated. Very cheeky. Not taking it seriously. He doesn't take it seriously. He does not take it seriously. Starts making jokes about being Hitler's barber. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, which aren't very funny. <laughs> but, but then a penny drops, doesn't it? And, and like in the first episode, he realizes he is in trouble. He is in trouble, exactly. And um, they get someone on the blower 
Who's Thank you, thank you, Kev. <laughs> uh, I was, you know, ch- channeling my inner Cockney. Love it. Um, someone quite high up within the. Someone on the dog and bone. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they said oh, we got this guy here, Gary Sparrow, as they pronounce it. Mm, nice. Gary Sparrow, who um, says he's he works for you lot. Never heard of him, have you? And then, like, Gary's like, okay, ask him this, because Gary's been boning up on history. He says, mm. this is a... Coincidentally, um, this is when the Prime Minister and the President are entering the first, I think, of talks to secure uh, American military aid, I believe. Okay. I don't remember that. Yeah. Sounds familiar. So he says... Ask him about the meeting between Churchill and Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah. Truman. Truman. Uh-huh. Oh, oh I know. this is up. embarrassing. I think it might be Truman. Right, yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking it up. Fact checking. Franklin. Roosevelt. Was it? Oh, I shut my mouth. Until his death in April. 1945, then Truman took over. Oh. Truman was probably an off like, in office in some capacity, wasn't he? Don't humour me, Tom. I got it wrong. <laughs> it's, no, I mean, it's, it's a bit long. It's not very long. It's not like you said, long enough. you know, fucking Reagan. No, he was no. before, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. He was World War I. Uh, uh, so, Gary's like, how could I possibly know that unless I'm on your side? Because I'm... I've got ties to America. And then they're like, oh. story checks out. Yeah. You're free to go. But they're very suspicious about the fact he, he's there without any sort of form of identification, yeah. any sort of papers. He could be anybody. And indeed he is. Yeah. So um, I think that gives him food for thought. But anyway, he gets back to 1993. Yvonne is beside herself, as he said. Yeah. It looks like she's not slept. Ron's there as well, I think. Comforting her. I bet he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, absolutely yeah. animal. He's insatiable. And he says, he gets through the door, and she's like, Gary, where have you been? And he says, I've been delivering a baby. That's right, because he sort of has. Because he sort of has. Yeah. I mean, again, we don't see it, but he, he did help when the pregnant woman was in some distress. He did give her a brown paper bag to breathe in and out mm. of. Uh, it's a technique which I think has since been discredited, hasn't it? Oh, uh, really? I mean, I wouldn't follow that as medical <laughs> Much like... Uh... <laughs> Much like that's, not, that's not being discredited. That's still... Uh, oh, that's what we were doing. <laughs> I believe that's all still factually accurate. Right. Sweetheart. Um, so he's back. So he's she's, back. She's just relieved to see him. She's just happy to uh, see him. No... She embraces him, you know. I think she thought he burnt down, didn't he? Or he was in a... Burnt down. <laughs> I, I don't know. Something happens at the same time in the future... Yeah, the bomb scare. Yeah, did you say that? Yeah. Oh, tuned out. Uh, Oh. (laughs) Hopefully you won't. uh, Yeah. I think I was reading my my extensive notes of five, six, seven, eight lines. Really? I've got about 30. But I don't remember half of them. I don't know. I've been relying on my my memory. I've got Harrod Sale gets a big laugh. Don't remember that. Something about camp coffee. No, that's gone too. Oh, Ron, Ron asks... Ron... When Ron's out looking for Gary, he goes to Yvonne's and she's like, would you like to come in for a drink? Yeah. And he says, have we got any camp coffee? And she's, and she's like, what's that? And he's like, well, he basically describes camp coffee. What is it? It's like a chicory-based yeah. drink. Oh, right. It's dry-roasted. Yeah. Um, so that's I, episode three. That's episode three, yeah. I mean, I, I noticed the writers uh, are becoming more and more 
honest as we go on. In this one, my standout quote was, uh, it doesn't have to be funny all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they, they say that, that a couple of times <laughs> across this course of the series. Uh, so yeah, I guess they, they they watched it and thought, mm, maybe this just isn't as funny as we remember. Well, it doesn't have to be. Mm, mm. Comedy is worry too much about being funny. Or full of comedy. And the other one, uh, other quotes, was that they were discussing Phoebe's dad. And yeah. how his character wasn't actually necessary. Yeah. And how you can have too many characters. Basically uh-huh. preempting him being written out, I think. Yeah, we don't. We haven't watched that far ahead yet, have we? We don't quite no. know about this But I think it's, it's fair to say he's not. As of the end of season two. one, he's still alive. Yeah, more's the pity for uh, young Gary. Oh no, still not giving grief. Um, I'd like to see more of Manny. I don't think he comes pops up that much across the course of the series, but quite liked him. Maybe yeah. maybe just because he might he just made me think of that. He sent a storyline. And how I always sympathised with Did you? Um, Felix because it was clear he was just a like, um, nice old man. Deirdre Rashid. That's uh, Coronation Street. Yeah, no, it's like that, isn't it? A wronged. Oh, wrongfully accused. Um, no. I'm out of things to say on that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe. maybe. I've got to do yeah. a lot more to say than I thought we would, actually. Yeah. Not yeah. much about Goodness Sweetheart. Well, in that case, on that note, we'll wrap up. Uh, Otherwise, we might walk ourselves down Duckett's Passage. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, there it is again. Well, yeah. I'm trying to make that it a thing. <laughs> it can, it can it be a synonym. I don't remember it what it means. I think it's a synonym for painting yourself into a corner or end, oh. ending up a creek or something like okay. that. Okay. That's what I'm trying to... Uh, well, yeah, okay, that's it for episode four mm-hmm. of Sparrow yeah, Talk. Three. Three. <laughs> is it? It's just gone on for Thanks for epi- listening to episode three of Sparrow Talk. Uh... We'll be back with episode four next week. Uh, thanks and goodbye. Good night, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. We, I thought we might get to that.